Hello, my name is Henry Scriven and I'm grateful to the Church Society for the invitation to give this short talk on the future of evangelicalism in the Anglican Communion. I have the privilege of being the General Secretary of EFAC, which is the Evangelical Fellowship in the Anglican Communion. I've worked in England, in Argentina, the USA, Spain, the Diocese in Europe as Suffragan Bishop, the Diocese of Pittsburgh in the USA as Assistant Bishop, with links then to many other parts of the world through the work of Trinity School for Ministry, the sharing of ministries abroad, New Wineskins Missionary Conference, uh, and so on, and the South American Mission Society. And then my final job was uh, with the Church Mission Society here in Oxford, where I was the director for Latin America, combining the work of SAMS uh, with CMS. The Anglican Communion has grown directly from the missionary work of the church. CMS, BCMS, now Crosslinks, USPG, SBCK, ICS and SAMS and many other uh, mission agencies working in different parts of the world. Not all were evangelical, but the majority were, and the growth in the communion uh, was largely responsible uh, as from the uh, evangelical wing of the church. But the story of the missionary work of the church is one of sacrifice, of persecution, of human failure, and particularly of God's faithfulness. The first CMS mission partners were told to pack their possessions as they went overseas in a coffin because the thought was that they wouldn't be, they'd be needing the coffin quite soon and many of them in fact did die early deaths. They were committed to planting new churches and they paid the price uh, for that cross-cultural and difficult work. They preached the gospel in local languages, they learnt the languages, they taught, they formed schools and hospitals and so on. And the support came from the churches in England. Well, not the Church of England as such, but from different churches and individuals within those churches. And then, of course, from uh, different branches of those mission agencies in other parts of the world, such as Australasia, uh, the USA, and so on. But so grew the independent dioceses within the uh, Anglican Communion and the new provinces that grew out of that. And some provinces planted by more Anglo-Catholic mission societies um, but the majority were evangelical. So maybe at this point we need to have uh, or try to have a, a, a definition of what evangelicalism is. There are of course many definitions of what it means to be evangelical, but John Stott, our founder, used the definition uh, that Dr. Jim Packer and Alastair McGrath gave. 
and the summary that he made of what they suggested was as follows. Firstly, the supremacy of Holy Scripture inspired by God the Father. Secondly, the, ma the majesty of Jesus Christ who died to redeem us from sin. And thirdly, the lordship of the Holy Spirit through his variety of vital ministries. I'm sure there are many other Christians who would be able to embrace these affirmations. So as we speak of evangelicalism, I'd also want to include all other orthodox believing Christians within the Anglican Church worldwide. And that church consists now of 42 provinces, many of which belong to the Global South Fellowship of Anglican Churches, and many of them also to GAFCON, the Global Anglican Fellowship uh, Conference. In addition, several churches belonging to GAFCON are not members of the Communion, officially that is, though arguably their doctrine is more Anglican than perhaps other parts uh, of the Communion. So at the present we have at least 22 provinces belonging to the Global South and those numbers are growing. I won't give you all those 22 but you can look them up. So the Anglican Communion at the moment is uh, growing. Of course it's far larger in the majority world than it is now in England and the USA and other Western countries. And the strength of the church, of course, is in the global south. But there are some issues that face the church and have always uh, faced the church. And those issues would be uh, money, sex and power, uh, which are the classic temptations uh, of every Christian. But they're the temptations of the church as well. Corruption uh, from money and being centred on money. Uh, corruption from uh, sex, not being able to control our sexual urges and not staying within the uh, good limits of uh, the boundaries set by Scripture and not enforcing with love and compassion the discipline that needs to be uh, enforced within the church if the church is to thrive. And power, there's a danger of status and power which comes loose from the foundations of complete trust in God in our own weakness. So the future of evangelicalism in the Anglican Church, that's bright. The past was bright. But we need to remember to keep firmly on the foundations that Jesus has set, the house built on the rock, to hear Jesus's words and to do them. And specifically, what are these foundations? Well, I must start with Scripture. As evangelicals, we, we look to Scripture to show us how to behave, to show us what to believe, to show us how God works in our lives. And this Scripture needs to be studied, it needs to be applied uh, and we need to have a humble confidence in the authority of the Bible inspired by the Holy Spirit. And that 
means teaching at all levels, teaching from uh, doctorate level in universities, from forming universities uh, throughout the communion, uh, down to uh, training of pastors who can then train people, train catechists and evangelists and the people in the humblest situations to be firm and strong believers uh, in the Word of God and in Jesus himself many ways of training, many ways of uh, looking at how we can uh, build up the church, build up God's people. There are lots of good examples throughout the communion today and lots of good organizations uh, which are teaching uh, the Bible and the authority of the Bible, like the Langham Partnership, like Relay Trust and many, many others. So if we put scripture first, if you like, we put uh, prayer as firmly undergirding that, because if we don't have prayer, we don't have uh, anything really. Prayer for the growth and faithfulness of the Anglican Church throughout the world. Using all the means we can, books, smartphones, uh, internet and so on, uh, to inspire our prayer, to tell us of what is going on around the world. And then thirdly, uh, meeting and sharing together as Christian believers. Uh, material sharing of resources, of spiritual resources, and of fellowship. EFAC, the Evangelical Fellowship in the Anglican Communion, has groups in many provinces, and we're hoping to grow, to have those personal, direct uh, possibilities of encouraging one another. Personal relationships are so important. And uh, EFAC and SOMA and many, many other organizations are, are doing this. The challenges are immense, but they always have been. Money, sex, power, the world, the flesh and the devil. The enemy is real, but our God is greater. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen.